Greetings. You're listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast, and this is episode number 18. everyone as you know it's great to be here again for another week of talking about our plans to live our best life in Africa. Now if you're new to the podcast then living your best life in Africa is a metaphor for people of African descent to live their lives in an African country or a hot country of their dreams and in effect turn our backs on this rat race that we've been living in the West, which does not add quality of life to our overall life. So I hope you had a strong, productive African week focused on your living your best life in Africa priorities. Now, this week, I wanted to talk about a really important topic. I know I say that every week, but it seems like every week, every topic is important. But this topic is really important because it's a topic that affects almost all of us. And the topic is, what do we do when we get back from our holiday from an African country or another hot country? And I wanted to speak about this because this is a topic of discussion I've had with many, many families and friends. And in having those discussions, one of two emotions generally come to the surface. The first one is that when you get back from your holiday, you feel a major downer, some sort of low mood or even a depression because everything you hate about being back in the West is now front and centre in your life. And the thought of having to go back to plantation runnings just feels overwhelming. Or the other feeling is that you come back and you feel totally inspired with lots of thoughts about how you could make your dream a reality and that dream being never having to come back to the West and instead being able to do something that would help you pay your way into staying in the hot country of your dreams. Now, whichever of these fits you, I understand that the struggle is real and therefore in this episode I want to talk about five key actions you can take to not allow your high feelings of quitting the West and quitting the rat race to return home to slip away until you can afford to go back again to rekindle those feelings of excitement and possibility. What I want to do is to get us off this merry-go-round of going home, having a fantastic time, wishing we didn't have to come back, feeling empowered to make that change, getting sucked in to the life that is plantation runnings, saving up again, going on holiday again and rinse and repeat. I want us to look at where we can draw a line in the sand with this and take some real actions so that we can feel to ourselves that we're actually planning to make some real 
and fundamental changes to our lives. And as I said, I'm going to look at five areas that I think will help with this. I know I keep using the number five, but you'll be surprised because research shows that if you make the list too long, it becomes overwhelming. So even though the list could be longer, I always try to narrow it down to five or less items. Now, the first thing that I want to say is that before you take any action, the first thing you must do is to not ignore those feelings of quitting the West and returning home. Instead, you need to acknowledge those feelings as real and full of potential. Those first feelings of return are some of the most powerful motivational feelings you will ever have because you're in a rare position of being able to compare and contrast both worlds, the world of plantation runnings and the world of living your best life in an African country or the hot country of your dreams. You're in a position to be able to see and feel what it means to live the life of your dreams rather than the life that fulfills someone else's dreams. And if you let those motivational feelings pass you by, by allowing yourself to be completely overwhelmed by your standard life, when you return from your holiday, the way that that standard life runs will soon and completely take over. And you will forget what it was like to be away living your best life. And before you know it, you'll be back into the standard running of things and hating every minute of your life. And you know that the next thing that happens is that you then have to spend months and months or years saving up again to rekindle those feelings. Instead, you need to build on those motivational feelings that you have when you first return. You need to try and create some momentum and it's that momentum that keeps those feelings alive and keeps the possibility that you can change things front and centre of your mind. One of the key ways you can make this happen is to buy yourself a journal or start a journal on your computer. And in your journal, keep records about these five clear life-changing actions that you can commit to to help you keep your dream alive. The first action that you need to take is to pull together all your experiences of that holiday, all the pictures, the videos, any tickets from events that you went to, anything that you've written, and you then need to put those experiences into an organised format. And the reason for doing this is so you can look at those experiences every week or as often as you need to, to remind yourself of what you are planning to change in your life, why you are planning to make those changes and more importantly, to help you keep your inspiration for change on a high. It can also help if you maintain links with key people you met or family members who genuinely inspire you to stay for the right reasons. You know the ones, the ones who say, don't go back, just stay. We can find you something to do, just stay. These are good people to be connected to because they share your inspiration to be where your heart is. 
And these types of supporters are people you can use to support you with things like chasing information for you or finding out rules and regulations you may need to know about if you're thinking of setting up a business in your hot country or even helping you with what's going on in that country particularly if the ideas you have about changing your life need somebody on the ground in that country. And this works particularly well because that person is sharing your vision because they just want you there. And for you, you can give them work to do and they'll gladly go off and do that for you because they know what your ultimate dream is about. The second action you can take is to take advantage of all the opportunities action number one can offer you. And to do this, you need to complete a review of your life with the aim of identifying a skill, an experience, a habit, a hobby, something you can make or sell, something you know you can teach, or generally anything that you can do that you can develop into a new money idea. For example, could you use your holiday experiences, the pictures you took, the video you shot alongside people you may have spoken to or events that you went to? Could you put those things together in a publication about your experiences? Let's say it was your first trip to Uganda. Have you collected enough material that you could possibly put together in a publication that could inspire other people to make the same trip using your knowledge and experience and any advice that you could give them? There is a huge market for this information because you'll be surprised about how many people want to take the plunge and visit particular African countries but have no idea where to start and what to do when they get there. If you know the answers to these questions, do you have enough material that you could use to put together in a publication that is accessible to people looking for this information? It's that kind of skill or experience or habit or hobby that I'm talking about. The idea is to make new money from something you've done, something you know or something you can do or make. Remember, the living your best life in Africa definition of new money is money that you are not currently earning from your job or whatever you are doing that only pays enough for you to live your current life. New money is money you earn from doing additional work, something else, something extra, to earn additional money which is for the sole purpose of putting towards your plans to live your best life. Your new money should not therefore be placed in your current bank account. No, that money when you make it needs to be placed somewhere else where you won't touch it unless it's for the purposes of making plans to live your best life the way you want to live it. Once you've reviewed the things that you could possibly do to earn new money, you then have to plan how you're going to bring this new money-making idea to life so you can start to see new money coming into your bank account. And I'm suggesting that this is a separate bank account. 
when you start to see that new money coming in, you'll feel another hot country coming on, which is a great time to get inspired for the plans you want to make for your future and a great time to map out how your new money future will look. Action number three is about asking yourself whether now is the right time to shake up your life and make a key change such as quitting your job and opting instead to do the same work via an agency. Now, when you take that kind of shake up to your life, you're going to feel scared before you make that decision. But you always have to bear in mind that what you're actually doing is not leaving something, but gaining something. And in this instance, you're gaining more flexibility to do the job you'd previously done, but additionally to make that extra time so you can work on your new money project. Because if you don't make that additional time, then it stays as an idea on a page. That's what I did. I worked in a public sector job for over 25 years. And when I decided to quit and start my business, I handed in my notice to my permanent contract and I began working via an agency. And the beauty about doing this is that it left me with more time and more flexibility to work on setting up my business. Because when you work for an agency, you decide when you want to work and when you don't want to work. And that's because in a lot of agency type jobs, the hourly rate can be slightly higher. And with that higher hourly rate, you can almost pay yourself to have time off so that you can dedicate blocks of time to setting up your business and moving forward in addition to the time that you will work using your six to nine to transform your nine to five. I can honestly tell you that if I had my time again, I would have done this about 10, if not 15 years earlier than I did, because it has been the best transformation of my life that I could have made. When you work for an agency, you might be giving up things like holiday pay, sick pay, and even regular working hours. My advice before you take the step to quit your permanent contract, do some research about what you could earn doing the same job, a similar job or even a different job working via an agency. And remember, you have to take into consideration things like whether your contract will give you sick pay or holiday pay and whether or not you need to be self-employed in order to get a contract, or whether that contract will work under a pay-as-you-earn protocol, similar to your permanent contract. These are things that you need to investigate, and you need to weigh up your options to decide which is better for you. For me, I found that being an agency worker was far better than ever being on a permanent contract. Because as an agency worker, I can spend as long as I like in Africa. Because I am the person who decides when I want to work and when I don't want to work. And you can do that when you've got a new money business 
that also pays you for the periods of time when you're not working under an agency contract. And for me, I would advise that this is the way to go because it weans you off that job dependency. And that is the only way you're going to break free when you give yourself a chance to earn new money that will help you to pay your way towards your new life. One thing I will say, however, is that if you take the decision to free up your working life to make new money plans, you must not use this extra found flexibility from an agency contract to watch extra TV or spend longer doing the things you don't have enough time to do now. Nah, you have to use the extra time you create to put as much effort into setting up your new money business so that you can make that extra money. You have to be firm with yourself because if you're not, you will just replace a permanent contract with an agency contract that gives you more flexibility to have more leisure time. And that's not the aim of making that kind of a drastic change to your working life. There's no point going through the sacrifices of shaking up your working life if all you do with the new money you make is spend it on more things you don't really need right now or spend more leisure time doing the things you prefer to do. There's nothing to be gained from this. And if you do this, in time, you'll end up right back where you started, having allowed your new money enthusiasm and ideas to die away and having absorbed any new money made into your standard plantation life. And I guarantee you that should you arrive at this point, you'll feel worse than you did by not doing anything at all. For action number four, if you follow through on actions one to three, the next thing you need to do is to surround yourself with supporters rather than haters or detractors. We know the detractors because some of those are in our own families. These are people who try to dissuade you from taking such drastic action as, for example, leaving your job. Not because they don't want you to succeed, but because they want the best for you and because they're genuinely worried about you and they think that you're looking at your new life plans through rose-coloured cataracts and that you haven't given this thing enough time and you certainly haven't thought it through. And maybe they're right, but it's your dream to succeed or fail at and to give yourself the best possible chance of succeeding you need to surround yourself with people who will cheer for you and support you to succeed. You're likely to find those people in networking groups that have similar networking aims and objectives to yours. More and more of these communities are springing up online in WhatsApp groups, in Facebook groups and in other online communities. And in those communities, you can be your new money self because nobody really knows anyone. And so to them, you're just another person like they are who's looking to make positive changes to your life. In those groups, you can ask all the questions you need and seek all the support you need to keep your momentum going forward because everyone is on the same tip as you and everyone in the group is looking for the same support to help their new money ideas or to help their businesses to grow. And the final action you should take 
is to book yourself on the next holiday as soon as possible. Now, there are two main reasons for doing this. The first is obvious. The more we get away to African countries or to hot countries of our dreams, the more we continue to water those seeds of change that we want to make in our lives. And secondly, I guarantee you that once you have made that decision to change your life, when you arrive in that country on your holiday, you will look at that holiday with completely different eyes because now you'll be using your time to work on your new money ideas and you'll be looking to see how your idea can work whilst you're in that country. And what's more, you'll be looking through more inspired eyes as you go about making contacts or sourcing materials or suppliers or prices or any other thing that you need for your new money business. The whole thing you will look at with different eyes. And it's not because your hot country has changed. It's you that will have changed because now you're seeking opportunities to change your life whilst you're on holiday. Whereas before, you only saw the holiday as time away from your plantation job. And it is that distinction that sets you on a completely different path when you book that next holiday. And so you book that holiday, you continue to build on your ideas, you come back, you rinse and you repeat. I've kept the session short because I want you to be able to absorb the information and take action. So I hope some of what I've said, or all of what I've said, has struck a chord with you and that you've heard enough for you to begin to take action. If we're ever going to get to live our best lives in an African country or any other hot country of our choice, choice being the operative word, we have to start by turning our lives upside down in a good way. And when we've turned our lives upside down, we have to inject some positive future planning into how we intend to get where we want to be. Now, to help you get started, I've included a nice little download of the actions that you can take so that you can at least get some basic ideas down on paper and hopefully take it from there. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to the show so that you don't miss a beat. Heck, you can even take the plunge and leave me a review. I would love to know what you think. Until next week, you've been listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast. My name is Dr. Asha and I'm out. Mm-hmm.